0: Welcome to the Dance
1: House. Welcome to the Dance 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 House. All right. Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome to the first official episode of the Dance House.
0: So exciting. So
1: exciting. Uh, my name is Hannah Burkholder, and I am a choreographer and teacher currently in Toronto, Ontario.
0: And my name's Wendy Laidlaw, and I've owned and operated my own academy for the last 21 years. And, uh, yeah, I've been
1: around. Been around. (laughs) Been around.
0: Been around the dance world here in Canada.
1: Yes. Um, For our full bio information, you can go to our website at www.thedancehouse.com. All right. So today is July 1st. It is Canada's birthday. Happy
0: 150 Canada.
1: So our podcast today is going to be all about the greatness of the Canadian dance world, the Canadian dance scene.
0: Which has evolved like immensely since I started back in the 80s. -hmm. It dates me, but it's uh, how it is. (laughs) Um, You know, we had to venture pretty much out to uh, the US for uh, my teacher took us everywhere. Uh, to the U.S. to take conventions, workshops, and uh, it's just nice to see now that uh, we can take our students and get them educated here. Yes. So it's important to, uh, yeah, talk about these things.
1: Mm -hmm. We found a statistic today that um, the amount of Canadians that were making a living through dance in Canada in 1971 was just under 400. So only, you know, less than 400 people were able to actually create a living from dance. And since 2001, there's now over 6,000 of us, which is a pretty big number in a 30-year span.
0: Yeah, so add the other 16 years onto that and you've got to be adding at least it could be even double that by now. Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's something to be proud of for sure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to be talking about um, kind of our favorite parts of the Canadian dance scene today. We're going to be highlighting some choreographers, um, some of our favorite syllabi, our costume companies, uh, some favorite competitions, conventions, um, just kind of things that are available to us now in Canada that people should know about and people should utilize. Um, One thing that we've been talking about is how just even specifically just with costumes how people are still outsourcing to the states because it's cheaper um but you know what what people need to realize is that it's cheaper because in the states there's a higher number there's a higher volume and a higher need for these things but these things do exist in Canada and kind of the reason that pricing is so high still is that because people aren't using our homegrown stuff that's right
0: Mm -hmm. um accessibility to uh as well for you know the american companies as they make it it's like so accessible you can like go online and order your costumes and have them delivered literally within a couple of days so you know it's uh, it makes it difficult so it's important that we you know talk about these canadian companies and support them and hopefully um you know that will just spiral into you know more for our for our economy and our our you know for canada
1: yeah canada mm-hmm. all right so let's start with some of our favorite canadian choreographers oh so tough i know There's so many we've made a, a list but there are many that
0: stand out stand out yeah And i think too it's um like you know going outside of canada and doing different uh different things canada is definitely known for their choreography and um you know, when you say you're from Canada, they, uh, there's a lot of respect there. So, you know, yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so first on our list was Luther Brown. Luther. Luther. Yeah,
0: Luther's pretty awesome. Luther Brown. I remember back in, I guess it would probably be early 90s, maybe even into early 2000s, late 90s, like, you know, going to a workshop in Barrie. My friend, uh, Gail, in Ireland, work with Luther um in the city and she had him come up and do do a workshop and I vividly remember um Luther coming with his uh his group of people and just how uh inspiring and incredible he was um especially for hip-hop because it was really evolving at that time so Mm -hmm. he's um definitely somebody that needs to be mentioned
1: yes absolutely I think he was one of my first hip-hop workshops I think so too yeah um through I think through when MOVE first started. Yep. I think he...
0: Luther did the first workshop uh, at uh, MOVE. At MOVE. Yeah, it was the... Uh, they have their, their you know, their uh, workshop on the Sunday before the finals. And Luther was definitely, you know, there for that.
1: Yes. Good dude. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So Luther Brown, um, I know, has done a lot of work with um, Sean Desmond and uh with his uh his career and uh Danny from Dance Life X or
1: yes formerly OIP and now formerly OIP
0: um so Luther has a huge long history of doing choreo for uh for many people but I know uh, for me that's what stands out in my mind without going on google and researching it but you know just uh his connection with Sean Desmond and uh You know, the work he did with his videos, Mm -hmm. they do really stand out.
1: Oh, yeah. Big time, big time. Good. All right. I'm moving on. We're going to talk about Mr. Gerard McIsaac, who is formerly a dancer at the Canadian National Ballet School and then taught at the Canadian National Ballet School. Um, One thing I really love about Gerard is his knowledge and... Mm -hmm. the quality and level of training that he that he can provide for his students um I know people everywhere who who just love him to death and I've had him as an adjudicator in the past and my students have had him as an adjudicator and the feedback and um everything that he has to say is so important and so easy to understand and and makes a lot of sense so I've always really valued his opinion and valued knowledge that he's able to share
0: yeah i think when you have passion for you know that's what you know seeps through is just like that having the passion for your art and wanting to share it with everybody
1: yep yeah he is pretty awesome pretty pretty awesome list was miss stacy tukey Um, Stacy is from Edmonton, Alberta, and she's worked with people like Michael Buble, Celine Dion, Bette Midler, um, Justin Timberlake, she was in Mia Michaels' company, she's been kind of everywhere, she's a big name.
0: Yeah, she's pretty sought after too, and I know like her, when she teaches the workshops and things like that too, she's, uh, you know, she can work with professionals, she can work with, you know, people, like students, and, um, She's definitely inspiring and very unique, and uh, I think Canada is, you know, very lucky that, uh, you know, that to have her.
1: Totally. And she's known for so you think you can dance. Obviously, obviously that would be yeah. The American and the Canadian. Yep. So when people that aren't kind of associated with the dance world think dance, they it she's a name that people oh, for sure absolutely know kind of all over the place. Yep. yep. Which is neat, and she's she's a homegrown. Yep. She all right next on our list of favorites is Alex Wong
0: he's pretty amazing yeah very quiet dude but uh, very talented and um, I remember the first time that I saw Alex dance was at Canadian national dance in Guelph at a competition and I had a male student and I remember sitting him down and saying you need to watch this guy yeah. And uh, he did a solo to the Streets of Philadelphia, and it just was uh, incredible. It was just one of those moments where you see dance at a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, just he's, he just, you know, and that's when he was like 15, 16. He just knew that he was going somewhere with, with his passion.
1: Yes. Um, we were looking earlier. Alex was uh, formerly a ballet student, he was very, you know, high up in that scene and he in 2009 he auditioned for so you think and he clearly made it because we all know him as alex wong from so you think you can dance and two of his routines there was a hip-hop routine and a contemporary routine and they won two emmy awards um that's pretty incredible that's a huge accomplishment for somebody who's so classically trained absolutely to come out and you know step out of his comfort zone and and
0: well yeah his duet with twitch has yeah. clearly showed that yeah you like don't that's... even see an ounce of a. Uh, you know obviously he's trained beyond yeah, yeah. and above oh yeah he, he looked just like a street dancer yeah. like he's adaptable that way yes amazing
1: totally totally um
0: talented mm-hmm. incredible
1: yep and he my sister had the opportunity um emma to work with him on the was it I D O
0: yep yep the Canadian National Dance Championships yeah or not yeah Bonnie owns the company yes
1: as the he was a choreographer for Team Canada and his pieces did very well
0: we went to Poland I was fortunate to be on the trip as well yes and, and uh yeah he it was very fortunate to have him
1: part of that team yeah a big asset to Canada I just asked Siri. I don't know what that means. If you like, <laughs> I can search the web for, I think, cast that to Canada. That's the <laughs> best. Go to bed, Siri. All right. Next up on our list is Erin Waltman. Erin um, Waltman is the artistic director of Contour Academy, which is in Toronto. They are a contemporary company, um, which is really well known in our area. Mm-hmm. She's... She's pretty wicked. Her choreography, her shows are are beautiful. They're amazing. Amazing,
0: yeah. I was fortunate to actually get to one.
1: Well, one of your students was on her team. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Kayleen. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah.
0: Such an amazing experience for her. I really believe it changed her as a dancer.
1: Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Um, yeah, seeing kind of everything. It's It's interesting to see what directions people go. Yep. In in this scene, and she kind of did something that was different.
0: Yep.
1: And it um.
0: It kind of blew up.
1: Yeah, it yeah. blew up, and it's it's this big thing now. In, in Canada, and in Toronto specifically. Okay, next on our favorites list um, is one that I chose. His name is Troy Sexton. He's from Toronto, and he runs a company called Rhythm Works. Um, And going back to what I said about Aaron earlier is that I like to see kind of all the cool different directions that dance professionals are able to go in Mm -hmm. um, in our industry. And what Troy did is he started Rhythm Works and they do they do workshops in schools um, like rhythm, rhythm workshops in schools. I'm just going to read you kind of their their little bio here on their website. Um, It says, so for over four years, Rhythm Works has inspired school children and workshop attendees through their genuine positivity and love of all things rhythmical. Mm -hmm. Led by Troy Sexton of STOMP fame, he toured with STOMP, that's wicked. Rhythm Works has performed and taught workshops at over 250 schools and events across Canada. Troy teams up with the talented percussionist and dancer, Sheldon D'Souza, to create a high-energy rhythm dance and music um, show using body percussion stomp style drumming and beatboxing yeah. so that's kind of like a different
0: yeah totally different yeah time.
1: but yeah. it's super cool and I think that the fact that they are able to go into schools and teach you know children who sometimes wouldn't even have the opportunity to set oh, for foot sure.
0: and it, it does it's not taking dance like per se like oh you're taking a dance class it's like you know like everybody can relate to doing a rhythm workshop right like every every child
1: yeah I think that's super cool yeah super super cool go try
0: yeah well putting it in the school system is huge yes absolutely like a lot of kids can't afford dance lessons yeah right so that's it gets them intrigued and gets them interested and yeah it's awesome
1: yeah for sure um i think his company or his group is called six sticks as well they they perform at halftime at the the Raptors yep. games as well, yep. which is super cool. It's something that you'd never think of yep. you know doing. Yep. And it's it's super cool. So congratulations on your success. Mm-hmm. That's wicked. Yeah, it's great. All right. So the last person that we have chosen on our favorites list. Um is somebody that I just learned about this year. Um I, I judged her her school at a competition this year, and I was completely blown away. Um, her name is Reka Kupusek. She runs the Rika Kupusek School of Classical Ballet. Um, it's run out of Mississauga, and her students were absolutely breathtaking. Um, I feel like, you know, classical ballet is sort of becoming a lost art. Oh, for sure. In especially in the the competition scene, because. I feel like a lot of kids, na- like, nowadays see ballet as something that they have to do and they mm-hmm. have to take because, you know, their teachers are saying, if you want to do...
0: It's a foundation. Yeah, a foundation. blah, blah, blah. It's but
1: they, you know, yeah. they don't understand how much of a foundation it, it really is. It, it truly... I was the same way. I, I hated ballet classes growing up until I was on the other side of things and I was teaching and... I was so annoyed because, you know, my students that weren't (laughs) taking ballet seriously or weren't taking enough ballet weren't getting to the level I needed them to be. And I think it's, you don't really appreciate it until you're on that side of things. Um, so being able to adjudicate her, her kids this year was a huge honor for me. Um, if you can try to like Google her stuff because she, I'll try to link something up on our website of hers, but, um, the the training that she's providing her kids is, like, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, all of her, her studio, like, her entire company could audition and dance professionally. Yeah. So I think it's really cool that she's sticking to the classical yep. approach, and it's paying off because her kids are, are
0: well, it's, beautiful. It's dying a little bit, you know? Like, everybody's into the whole... Everybody does contemporary. Like, there's yes. not, you don't even really see real jazz dance anymore, and it's just starting to fall apart, so... It's you know important to acknowledge her if, if that's what she's bringing to yep. the dance world. Absolutely, and especially since she's Canadian. Yeah, yeah,
1: woo yeah. All right, all right. Moving on. Next, we are going to talk about um, our favorite Canadian syllabi, syllabi, syllabuses, syllabi,
0: syllabi, syllabi. Yeah, yeah.
1: cacti, <laughs> which we're super super
0: <laughs> fortunate to to have the the ones we do. Yes, yeah. The,
1: um, and they're growing. Yeah, absolutely. They're growing. Um, I remember just even like a few years ago when I was looking into my certification when I like graduated. Um, there was, you know, one or two available. And I had to look into like programs in the States and yeah, programs yeah. all over and, you know, video submitting my... Yeah, dance masters in yeah,
0: America or dance educators yeah. Or-
1: yeah 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 dma and all of those so um we're going to list off some here we're not going to go into too much detail but we will post links to any that you are um, interested in so you can go take a peek on our website as well um the first one we're going to talk about is cdta the canadian dance teachers association and for me that
0: was my foundation from the time i was i started dance and my teacher uh sandy collins and uh know we did all of our exams attended every workshop that's how I got certified and the process was actually you know uh, it was quite a bit of work Um, you had to do your associate membership and then your full membership Um, and they made it tough for you to get certified so I appreciate them for that
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they make you learn and sure prove that Absolutely. you you have learned. Yep. Which is good. I think that's. Heaven forbid anybody important. has to do that these days, Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to do what? Yeah. <laughs> um, adapt. Let's jump into Adapt. The Foley's. The Foley's. Yeah. yeah. The Foley's. What an
0: incredible thing they have done with this, uh, with their syllabus. I know Faye Foley was actually the first person ever examined through the Canadian Dance Teachers Association. That's awesome. So, um, you know, moving forward, uh, her and and Brian created this incredible high standard syllabus and, um, they really demand, uh, that, like I said, that gold standard. And that's what drew me to get certified with them as well. Mm -hmm. Um, their knowledge and, uh, I mean, you take both of them together and combine it. Like, how could you not want to learn from these people? Totally.
1: Totally. And they have such interesting backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. the two of them separately. So
0: it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and it's a, it's for them it's a family business as well. Like yep. everybody's involved yep. in the family, and it's just you know um, it's incredible to see to see that.
1: Yeah, well, they're like PDA even. Yep. They're um they're kind of home studio for Adapt Performing yep. Dance Arts. Yep. And it's totally family run. Absolutely. Like they're extended family. Yep. Absolutely. Which is pretty cool. So they're well.
0: And Adapt started when I did my certification uh back i don't want to say it was about six years ago uh, i had students that wanted to get certified Mm -hmm. so i you know being with cdta and i thought oh i might as well do it as well and uh they were running it out of uh, moose jaws yes
1: saskatchewan
0: and now with it running out of toronto they there's they can't they don't have enough spots like it's just full all the time that's great
1: yeah, with the teacher training school and yep. um, moving into acrobatique as well, which is it's um, endorsed by Adapt. It is correct. Yeah,
0: yeah. Brian worked with Melissa Clausen, who runs acrobatique and and you. Um, and yes, an <laughs> Wendy examiner. is an editor
1: of the acrobatique syllabus, which is pretty cool.
0: To it, and it, uh, you know, its success has been great. It's just so important for people who want to teach acro to have that. Um, you know that foundation and to have a syllabus that will take you right down to the roots and go okay here you go yeah um she's she did a lot of work creating it and um it's a great great syllabus for for people that uh, are you know I would say you know more so for starting acro and building it from, yeah from the bottom up
1: yeah when I did my <clears throat> acrobatic certification there were you know it was a full room yeah. of people yeah. and I would say a good 75 percent were people who had never t- taken acro, first of all, because, you know, from my generation and before, acro wasn't a huge thing yep. that was available. That's right, like yeah. We were lucky. You, you taught acro, yep. you know, from the get-go, from when I was a kid, but um, Wendy was my teacher, by the way. Uh-huh. We didn't mention that before. <laughs> Wendy was Wendy was my instructor for, I don't even know how many years.
0: Well, it would have had it been 10 maybe something
1: like that. Around 10 years, yeah. yeah. So Wendy set me up for my my professional career and now we're here. That's crazy. Now yeah. we're here together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting in her living room yes, recording best. a dance podcast. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty neat. It is um very neat. yeah, but when I was certifying, like 75% of the room were were people who had never done acro before or never had to, the experience or the opportunity to To take acro, or to learn acro, or to teach acro, so it was great because Melissa went through, went through things, you know, like you had never done it before, and for the people who hadn't, it was so beneficial because they were learning exactly how to spot, they were learning what to look for, they were learning, you know, what.
0: And with acro, that's so important because it's It's scary, and a lot of of people and a lot of studios you know, steer away from offering acro because of the safety issues. Absolutely. And uh, with the syllabus, there's a lot of research on that like she's done, um, you know, just with uh, with safety of the, the spine and, and just uh, making sure you're, you know, creating um, strong dancers.
1: Yeah, that's super important. It's, uh,
0: you know, avoiding those injuries for sure. Yeah,
1: and people are looking now. Like, I feel like it, even from the parent point of view, nowadays people are looking for... They're looking for certified teachers. Yes. They're looking for people who know what they're doing. Yes. And I, in acro especially. Yeah. I think it's so important to be able to offer a certified acro teacher in your studio. Absolutely. Yeah. For one for the for the, you know, peace of mind yeah. of the parents, yes. and then another because it makes such a difference in
0: And unfortunately, gymnastics coaching doesn't cut it. I'm sorry, but I I, you know, I did the gymnastics coaching. Yeah. It's not even comparable. It's, not, it's even not the same. It's like two different. You know, uh, but a lot of parents would, you know, envision it as being uh, the same thing, mm-hmm. and it's not. So it's important that you know parents do their research and really look into uh, the certification at the studios that they're taking their their children to. Yeah,
1: I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Good note. Um, on the topic of acro, there's also there's two Canadian um acro syllabi that are available which is pretty cool so there's acrobatique and there's also acrobatic arts and it's interesting to see sort of the different um things that are offered between the two syllabi which is neat so we'll post links to both so that you can see see both because that's that's pretty cool um one more uh kind of association we want to talk about was the professional adjudicators alliance which is was started by scott kofsky He was a pretty big name in Canadian dance. He's from kind of the Kitchener scene, Kitchener-Waterloo scene. Um, And he offers a certification uh, course for adjudicators, Mm -hmm. which you took, so you can talk about. I
0: took it many years ago, and, uh, you know, they really were thorough with, um, you know, what they were wanting people to learn and very picky and choosy and they just had a high standard as to you know what they expected from the adjudicators Mm -hmm. and you know I have to say it's important like even from a dance studio owner when you're listening to those tapes you can all you know agree with me and understand what I'm saying you know when you have an adjudicator that says nothing yeah and it's it's frustrating uh you know for us teachers because you know we put we put out the time and effort and the kids put out the time and effort and the parents pay for the entry fees to get no feedback Mm -hmm. or just not great feedback yeah and PAA just you know this like the whole the course that you take um you know even when I'm adjudicating now and it's been I don't even know a long time since I did my course I still have that binder yeah and I use the knowledge uh you know that um I learned there to be the best adjudicator that I can so yeah that's I mean, great kudos to them for for doing it because I really believe that um it's super important
1: yeah to have. yeah well Scott like even talking about Scott on his own is kind of his own empire Absolutely. <laughs> Scott yeah, absolutely. and his partner yes. Craig are like yeah. between the two of them they they run Tripsicory. Yeah. they run dance stars that's which right. is um I think it's like an off it's like a small studio maybe competition of trips I think i'm yeah. not double i'm not too sure on that um craig i both of them but mainly craig run their photography business yeah. they have just started a costume company yeah, it just doesn't stop yeah the... it's insane so yeah. Yeah, again yeah that's that's a lot of accomplishment yeah. for two people yeah
0: and they were doing the jewelry and that too. yeah yeah, yeah they're awesome.
1: they're everywhere they've covered all the bases yeah, absolutely that's wicked wicked All right, moving on to our next topic. Our next topic is Canadian dancewear companies and costuming companies. Um, So the first one that we both like super agreed on while we were making this list was Hamilton's Theatrical.
0: Absolutely, yep. Uh,
1: So they are based out of kind of Scarborough area. East Toronto, yep. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I've had the opportunity to visit their headquarters a couple times this year, and their customer service is so good
0: yeah it's it's pretty incredible and it's uh like just even down to the packaging to the uh thank you note for ordering when you get your costumes um just uh, above and beyond even when they're you know if you order you know shirts and pants but they're different sizes they put them together for you Mm -hmm. you don't even have to ask them and it's just it's you know they all come with the bags yeah And uh, yeah, I I found that they've you know they've really uh, improved over the last few years specifically, and Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna be you know they're gonna you know take over like they're gonna be
1: they're great yeah Um, yeah even when I I went up to pick I picked up a huge order this year for our our comp team, and when we got there they had everything out on the rack already. They had what I like about them is that you can order by the name. Of your routine.
0: Oh, and you can put yeah, exactly. It's totally helps So
1: yeah, when we were looking at inventory and making sure that we had everything, they were like, okay, this is for this number, yeah. but you have this and this and this and this. So so smart. Yeah, right away we knew exactly what routine everything was for. There was no, you know, when you're going no in and yeah, right. when you're going in and you're picking up a huge order, some you know most of the time all those costumes aren't you yours. Your
0: sheets with yeah, but you're trying to refer to yeah, because of some
1: other teacher you know Absolutely. gave you their costume and yeah. you're just making sure you know what the heck you're getting and yeah. it was it was in and out we were in yeah, and out of there yeah, yeah. in like 15 minutes yeah. and that was it we're so
0: really uh really doing a good job
1: yeah really good um the next costume company on our list is jazmataz yeah, tammy yeah. Tammy. she's based out of mississauga
0: i just visited her um the new facility mm-hmm. it's huge
1: yeah they just expanded it's uh
0: again you can walk in and like you know pick off the rack and pick costumes i know in september october they have mm-hmm you know, a lot to choose from. And that's the thing when you're like down to the crunch and you need a costume, you know, you can just go in there yes. and pick right off the shelf. Yep. And Tammy help. <laughs> yeah. And, and she does. Yes. And, and uh, it, it works out. Um, like I said, I've watched them grow over the last uh, decade as well. And uh, they make very good quality costumes for yep. sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We, yeah, I've used jazmataz basically everywhere that I have taught has used yeah. Jasmataz for at least something. Yep. So you know, that goes to show that they're everywhere.
0: Yeah, well I remember one of the first companies I used was Pizzappa. Pizzapa Montreal. I haven't heard that name in years. I know. <laughs> and it's like I look back at some of those costumes like, What was that? <laughs> but um, you know, they were literally the only yeah. company, yep. you know, out there doing costumes. So you really didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So when you look at some of your old costumes, Hannah. Oh, I have a book full. Yeah, You'll understand that Miss Wendy had to get to, to Zappa because other than Maybe that, I'll post some of those. Uh, oh, yeah. But maybe yeah, I'll post some not, of those they're gems. Not, they're definitely not around <laughs> anymore, but yeah, definitely. For sure. Maybe I'll put some of those up on the oh, website for a yeah, laugh. Do, please
1: do. You should post some of your old costumes, oh, too. It.
0: Yeah, the sew, it, the sew Some sew it of
1: yeah. the costumes that I have seen in your photos yeah. are hysterical. Yeah. flesh
0: color you going to turn
1: down. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Too. Which is one of my biggest pet peeves nowadays, oh, by the way. Yeah. The flesh-colored like leotards that are making kids look nude. Yeah, it's
0: not good.
1: It's uh, nobody
0: wants to see nude. People, I, it's just
1: weird, so yeah. right? Yeah. I was talking about this the other day with um Leslie, uh, Leslie Scott, who's the founder of YPad. Mm-hmm. We were having a conversation just the other day, actually, over text about our opinions on the nude leotard, and she mm-hmm. said, "What you know? What do you think?" What do you think about this well, trend?
0: You, you just add the nude leotard to the no tights and there you go. I
1: know. And that's what I was think, like yeah. saying to her. I'm like, you know, in my opinion, I think that this nude Leo trend kind of picked back up more than it was because of the Sia videos yeah, with Maddie absolutely. Ziegler, yeah. um, like Chandelier and Elastic Heart mm-hmm. when she has the two-tone wig and then she's yep. wearing nothing but the, the nude bodysuit. And, you know, in... In the mainstream, you know, world that Sia and Maddie Ziegler are in, yeah, they have the the kind of platform and the space available to use their creativity.
0: Well, and it's different. It's a music video. It's, it's yeah. artistic. It's uh, you know, I can appreciate it to a point. Yes, it's just she's a young girl. Yes, so that's it's that's where you kind of waver back and forth. You know,
1: that's what I yeah, that's basically what was my response. I said, you know. I think what the intention was, like having Maddie dancing in those videos was showing, you know, this vulnerability of this character. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, how she appears naked yeah. and blah blah blah. And but you know, I think people are passing the point of, you know, remembering that these are our children. You no, know, because at the end of the day it's a new <laughs> Leotard It is child. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. You know. I don't know that's just my opinion but you know it's a little it's a little too much for me personally um okay going back our third costume company that was on our list is a company called Layla's
0: yeah they're new this year I decided to you know I know their catalog selection is uh you know um small at this point um, but what we did order from them, the the costumes came quickly. They, again, came with, like, in bags and good quality. Excellent. And, again, there's just not a lot of selection at this mm-hmm. point. But I feel that if more people know about Leila's, that they're going to grow. Just like yeah. Jasmine yeah, yeah. just like Hamilton's. Everybody's um, got to start somewhere. Yeah, because, you know, in all honesty, none of us studio owners love ordering from the States.
1: No, it's a hassle.
0: So, oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, check out Leila's. Like, they... Like I said, it's very um, selective, but um, what we ordered, the costumes were fabulous.
1: Perfect. I was just reading on their website. I'm going to read you a little bit of this because it's really cute. Um, I was looking at the About Us section on the Layla's CA, and the company was inspired because this man, I think his name is Mike, who owns the company, um, it was inspired over his daughter, which is super adorable, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and she was I, i'm just gonna read you directly what it says it says many times i would find leila trying on costumes that were in the development stage and it was not uncommon to find many of the costumes in her closet the next day mm-hmm. at first Layla was just being like any other little girl using the costumes to play dream and act um, as time went on i found Layla at our kitchen table drawing and coloring costumes that she was designing herself mm-hmm. a clear sign of creativity and imagination beyond that of a six-year-old she's six that's wow. so cute um, she began to bring her drawings to life by adding fabric swatches, trims, and accessories. Soon after that, Layla began to follow the designer and make design that's suggestions. Great. So yeah. that's super cute. Absolutely. So a lot of the line is inspired by his six-year-old daughter. That's so that's adorable. Absolutely. So we have Hamilton's, Jasmine Taz, and Layla's, and all of those links as well will be posted on our website after this. So um, as I said before, if there's anything that we're speaking about in this podcast that you are interested in, I'm going to try to get every single link up so that you know, you have resources. We were just talking the other day that there isn't really like a resource pod. No, there's not at all. Um,
0: I remember, um, you know, I've had my studio for almost be 22 years this year. And there was a magazine uh, called the Dance Teacher Magazine, mm-hmm. I believe it was called. And yep. then it was, uh, now it's uh, Dance Life. Yes. And uh, ReGold, I believe Mm -hmm. Uh, has has that but i remember specifically i still have the magazines um having a subscription and i read every article possible for probably a good 10 years wow and um so that go to say like what we're doing right now that's kind of like my whole inspiration for doing this is because i literally read it i wanted to know everything soak it all possibly could about this business Mm -hmm. And um, I read every article I possibly could. So you know, I was really grateful for that because there isn't a lot.
1: There's not. yeah, there's not. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to do with the website yeah. um, specifically is that you know, if for any of you that are listening and you're you're finding something that is interesting to you, you can go and use our website as kind of a portal for yeah. finding things that you may not have, known existed or something that you want to know more about um and just you know providing that that little hub absolutely little hub of information yeah. which is good all right we are into our last category which is competitions and conventions this is a good one
0: yeah it's a uh, there's there would be a lot to talk about yes this. Uh, there's like five million dance competitions nowadays <laughs> yep it seems that uh I think the biggest thing um and we've all had that thought every studio owner has left a competition going damn it I wish I had like a few more hours in my day yeah. I wish I could do this I didn't like this but this competition I would love to have a competition uh so from a dance studio perspective uh, owner um I, I understand it and I understand those those people that have started up competitions mm-hmm. and there's quite a few of them there are
1: yeah there are and there are you know several that really stand out yep. um and I think between the two of us like me working in the city and then you owning a studio here we basically have covered the
0: yeah we both adjudicated covered the
1: map absolutely. It, as far as competitions yes, go Yes, absolutely um uh, and even you know if we haven't gone we know of or yes. Yes. have you know friends that go yep. um so we have again concocted this list of Ones that kind of stand out above the rest, and we're going to tell you why. Because um, I think it's important. It's Im- it's important for everybody kind of to know what you're going into when you book a competition. Absolutely. It's important for the students to know.
0: Well, most of the time, because you don't know, you're just looking at their website. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Hey, this website. looks good. Yeah. Let me give them a call. And then you show yeah, up, they are, and, <laughs> and then they don't call you because now you email, and it's yes. just so impersonal. But I remember, so go back before all this was available, Mm -hmm. when I started doing competitions, I would take a weekend and go, you know what, I'm going to drive down to Oshawa, I'm going to check out this competition this weekend. And that's how I basically, you know, before I would even put anybody in a competition, I went and I would watch it.
1: Yeah. I think that's good, though. That's a cool way to know what you're kind of into. Yeah, at the
0: time, you know, I I wasn't, uh, I didn't have children at the time. Yeah. And then when I did have my daughter, I still would do it. I just limited how right. much I would do it. But yeah, yeah. That was the way I got my
1: my information. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah. There, there are so many Canadian competitions now, which yeah. is really great.
0: It's it's very inspiring. Well, even sure. think of
1: think of when I first started competing with yeah. you, which yeah. was like you know, late '90s, early 2000s, I yeah. think, and yeah. we went to. The Aurelia Dance or the Aurelia Opera House Dance Competition,
0: which was called the Aurelia Kiwanis Festival. Yes, place.
1: so yeah. the Kiwanis Festival, which was like humongous when yes. I was a kid. Yes, that's festival. when I was five. We started at the Kiwanis yeah. Festival. Yeah, uh, but other than that, we I'm trying. To, we did Wonderland Competition. Sure Remember Canada's Wonderland? Yeah, that was the best. There was a dance competition there, which was the best day of the year for yeah, us. For sure. <laughs> if you made it back off of the rides on with time your hair still with your hair, yeah um other than that though that was kind of it
0: yeah there wasn't a lot there wasn't a lot I know Canadian Dance Teachers uh, Association had one Mm -hmm. and Can
1: Dance Can Can Dance dance was around
0: uh, for sure but um yeah that's wasn't a lot yeah and then we
1: started I think Bedazzled was one of the first kind of major root ones and Terps
0: yeah Terpsichory I remember doing yeah and American Dance Awards Yeah. yeah and
1: then we well, we back then even we traveled. We went to Florida to compete and yes, take conventions. Yeah. We went to Dance Olympus. Yep. Yeah. Um, just for you know an opportunity to take a convention because yeah. they were pretty scarce. Absolutely. And um, one of our favorites was Triple Threat. Oh, co- Triple Dance Threat. Dance convention. Yeah,
0: Kelly Kono, yeah. choreographer for Janet Jackson. Uh, her and her sister and, her family, Dory, and, and Dory and Carolina. Yeah. They ran such an amazing convention, very, very high standard. Yeah, the best of the best. It was amazing, and uh, it's just sad that they don't come to Toronto. I know, like, like, it's it, so sad. It broke my heart. I know, it really
1: it broke mine too. Yeah,
0: I have not yet found. No, yeah, it's. I know it's.
1: Yeah, it was Justin Timberlake showed up one year. Yes. I don't <laughs> want to talk about that right now. That was awesome. Yeah, well, that was pretty, pretty awesome. If you were there. <laughs> yeah um yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, triple yeah triple threat if you're listening to this and you're in the states yeah. and you're anywhere near the triple threat route go oh yeah go yeah. buy your ticket and now like you said, we've and been
0: go to ones in the states i dragged you guys yeah you know, and yeah like, yeah uh, but again like you know they're a canadian family who made it you know like kelly made it big in la yeah. right, Oreo, and then brings it back to canada mm-hmm. so you know those are the things that are why we're talking today. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah they've yeah, like top grade. Absolutely. Top grade. Yeah. I could go on forever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's start with competitions. Um so, you know, number 1 on our list is Move. Um Move, presented the by Sean Desmond. Yes. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <Shawn>. Sean. <laughs> yeah, we
0: were actually I didn't know this, but um Sean had uh, told me that uh, m- my studio was the first studio to ever yeah. contact him. Yeah,
1: back in the day. Back
0: in the day, so we were literally the first studio to ever contact move about a competition. Yeah, so they can cons- you know would consider us the dance you know part of the, the dance OGs. Fans. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it it like um, for me that competition from the get go was high standard. Yeah, the, everybody working you know knew what they were doing they were passionate about making it work making it better Mm -hmm. um you know followed what they had the finals on the sunday they Mm -hmm. had the workshop sunday morning so they made it into this like you know workshop slash you know um competition and and the the finals has the judging like the 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 live live yeah stay on the stage and i'm going to give you what i think And, and again they had the the best adjudicators yeah in the business so for that, you know, when you're paying your entry fees, you're getting your money's worth. Yep. And, and and they literally would, um, they wanted your feedback. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be better. And, and look at where it is today. I know. It's just off the charts. Crazy. You Crazy.
1: Know? Yep. And they, are, we did Blue Mountain, the Blue Mountain location yep. for years. Yep. It was, it was awesome. And yeah, I remember that being like the best time of our lives. Absolutely. That was like the best way to end the year yep. was to go to move.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Very amazing. Yeah.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Good staff too. They had their stuff on lockdown backstage.
0: Oh, yep, it was great.
1: Yeah. I yep. that I remember that's how we met Danny. That's oh, no, how that's I met right. Danny because yep. he was their backstage coordinator one that's year.
0: That's great, right.
1: yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. so funny. Yep. Um great. okay, yeah, move. Move, move. Next is Bedazzled. Yep. Bedazzled. You could talk about bedazzled. Do you have adjudicated for bedazzled? Uh,
0: Tracy um yeah, she like like I said, it's it's also a family run business, mm-hmm. and we've been going to Bedazzled for you know a few quite a few years. Um, but again, the reason we like going is because again they are efficient and they run a tight ship, and the marking is always great. Yeah. The, the adjudicators are always top notch. Um, you can tell that they put a lot of thought into who they're hiring. Um, and again, like I said, like the competition, the kids will always leave their feeling. Like they've learned something and they've accomplished something and they feel good about themselves.
1: Good. Yeah. That's perfect. Excellent. I've competed by bed- bedazzled like forever. Too. Yeah. yeah. I only know it from that side. Yep. Yeah. I've never gone as a director, a director or slash teacher. Yep. Whatever hat I have on that day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. The next one I have to super boast about. Um, it's on the floor mm-hmm. dance competition. This year was my absolute favorite, and last year, um, Mitch Jackson is the director. Um, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. They they know their stuff. They have you know the the top of the industry right now. Um, working for them, they had Jordan Clark adjudicating yeah. for them, who yeah. is you know the winner of So You Think You Can Dance. She's Tottenham, like homegrown girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look at her now; she's all over the place. Yep. Um. They have special performances. They do the finals on the last day. Um, their their judging is great. They have great special awards. Um.
0: And just from different co- like colleagues of mine or, like, you know, people that I know that own studios. Like a friend of mine in Bracebridge, they they went to on the floor. Yeah. And uh, she's definitely said she recommended. Oh, it. it's great! Yep. It's so
1: great. Yeah. They um, they know their stuff. And yep. They've, they put in the work, yep. and they're all they're all there, all of them, you know, sunrise to sunset, and yep. making sure that everything is just perfect, and it is, yep. and it was. So congratulations on the floor, yep. you win my gold sticker. Yep. <laughs> gold sticker, gold sticker of approval. Um, Starcatchers, yep. Starcatchers. Um, I worked for Lynette this year at Starcatchers. Uh, the thing that I super love about Starcatchers is that she has a strict three day rule Mm -hmm. she will not extend the competition past three days which you know for some studios and some you know people that are even coming from anywhere to compete there is so important Mm -hmm. because it's a it's such a pain in the butt to book hotels and book you know everything months in advance for it to change or for it to extend and you know you have your kids out of school from you know thursday to a monday because it's crazy crazy town trying to get to and fro (laughs) And yeah, Lynette has that strict three-day policy, so you know, you know, no matter what, when you book,
0: it's three days.
1: You're, it's three days. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. And and I think that's super admirable because uh, you know a lot of competitions aren't like that yeah, anymore. They find
0: out like you know two days before. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, they're they're oh, gonna take or the week before. Yeah. This, they're actually
1: adding. Up they're gonna take a thousand entries and then yeah. have you start on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even imagine being a yeah. judge for one of those. Yeah. Like that would no, be. No. I would be cross-eyed would by Saturday. <laughs> Wouldn't even be fair. Yeah. yeah. So, Lynette, good for you. Yeah. I love that. I love that aspect and um it was a really cool environment because they they offer um a lot of cool extra awards other than, you know, just your standard, yeah. your standard. They offer a lot of judge's choice, a yeah. lot of specials, you know, everybody's going to go home with something That's and great. Yeah. and um it was awesome, and the the people that I adjudicated with were incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I learned a lot just sitting beside them too. I I sat um, with Adam Martino, who was I had never met before, but I had heard of, and I loved being able to sit with him on that panel. And you know, he and I couldn't sit still, so we we're standing up and dancing the whole time. But um, it was really cool, you know that. That the caliber of, of judging that they were offering was, yeah. you know, top Super notch, important. top notch, yeah. top notch. Awesome. All right. Um, On Point and Just Dance. On Point, Just Dance. They are a competition in Canada and they do things a little bit differently. They have two sections to their competition. So their first section is just called On Point yep. and it is Just Ballet. Just point and just ballet. Yeah. So all day, your first day is ballet, and they have a separate marking scheme. Mm-hmm. They have a special judge. Um, this year, they had Kim Lightheart, who was mm-hmm. from the National. She came in and did a ballet warm up workshop with the kids before amazing. they started dancing. Yeah, so everybody got you know this top quality education before they even started. It
0: probably made them feel that much more comfortable. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and there, then yeah. you know I feel like it's cool getting to know Absolutely. your judge yeah, beforehand, sure. and then they the second. Um, Sorry, what am I saying? The uh, the marking scheme was different as well. Yep. So they had, you know, different awards. They had separate ballet overalls, yep. which I think, going back to talking about Rika Kupasek is so important. You know, keeping that ballet alive and giving yep. it kind of its justification because yeah, it kind of gets swallowed in the normal competition, yep. Yep. you know, so fast, route. Yep. So I really liked that. Um, I was fortunate enough to adjudicate for them this year, and I thought that it was really cool um, that it was separate. Yeah. And then they have the just dance section which is everything else. Right. Which was, you know, awesome because then all of these, you know, other styles are put together.
0: And you know, it just kind of emphasizes the whole, like, concept, again, going back to um, ballet and the importance of having a strong foundation. Yes. And, and uh, you know, so just the fact that they, they have that is, you know, and it's Canadian. And yeah. That's, that's huge. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, Natalie and Christine are the owners, and they are both like local from here as well. So yeah. they're, I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, it's a different,
0: yeah, different, approach, different, yeah, a different yeah.
1: approach and a different agenda yeah. than everybody else. That's and, needed. Yeah, totally. I yeah. think it's super cool. Yeah. Um, all right, our last one is a brand new competition, which neither of us have actually been to before. Um, it's called Extreme Dance Champions, mm-hmm. and it is run by Jordana Cohen and I have heard awesome things about this competition. Right. Um, what I have overheard is that extreme dance champions kind of took the best things from everywhere and put them together and created this like awesome, everybody loves it competition. Yep. So that might be one to look for on your Absolutely. on your choice list next year. It's new, right? It's it is, yeah, and I, I don't understand. think a lot of people know that it exists yet but they're already booking for next year like people are are going back so it's something to look into if you're if you're on the lookout right now for for new comps it's
0: always the challenge
1: yeah um one more i wanted to throw in that i totally forgot about was the view dance challenge have you heard of that one Yes,
0: definitely
1: Um, we went to their event in huntsville last year and it was amazing it was amazing um they do the finals like a countdown finals they have they're very like high tech and they have the back screens and you know all that stuff stuff, but the kids loved it and um, they were so professional they knew everybody by first name they knew the studio directors by their first names when you came in and they made everybody they would come around while people were warming up and just kind of check in and make sure everybody was good so um, it was really well run and the owners were awesome yeah that's good good for them yes all right, I think that's it for our comp list. Woohoo. woo mm-hmm. Conventions. There's only a couple. <laughs> there should be much more. There but should yeah, the be. The
0: of competitions we have, there should be more conventions. I know. And so, like, hopefully with this, you know, discussing this, that it don't. Uh bring forward a bunch more yes there's, you know obviously we don't know everything so mm-hmm. there's there
1: could be a lot of stuff that we don't know totally or we haven't heard of or if we like, are missing things yeah tell us
0: i know we we've been searching you know since um you know triple threat stopped coming to toronto so we've been going to dance attack yes and i've seen it grow over the mm-hmm. last couple of years and it's uh, i think it's in year this will be the third season uh with Kent McCord and Mm -hmm. he's uh you know doing his thing and and just really trying to bring in some really high-end uh you know choreographers and teachers and we really enjoyed this year's workshop and we're hoping you know to go back and see what what's in the store for the future
1: yeah they have Dance Attack has a lot of workshops coming up
0: yeah they do a ton
1: yeah Kent's posting them all over the place. Yes. So
0: yeah, I'm teaching. I'm doing one in Cambridge. Yeah, and,
1: yeah. yeah London or Cambridge or somewhere, Cambridge, yeah. 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 So, um, Dance Attack, if you're looking for workshops over the summer and fall.
0: They also started competitions this year. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, right. first, first year, and uh, I think uh, it went very well. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. Right, right, right. We'll post a link. Yeah. We'll post a link. You can check it out. Dance Attack, Kent McCord. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh.
1: Um, okay, we're going to talk about two expos which are really cool Yep.
0: um oh we used to travel to the states
1: i know we
0: couldn't you know there was dance no, teacher summit never mm-hmm. out yeah why there was nothing going on here. there
1: isn't and now there's two pretty awesome ones yes um so the first one is the canadian dance expo cdx and this year has an awesome lineup of keynote speakers um, I have my ticket for that one. I'm looking forward to going. Yeah, Maybe I'll I'll podcast from CDX. Yeah, that'd, awesome. that'd be sweet, yeah. <laughs> live. Yeah. Um, so that one is July 31st to August 2nd. So we'll post the link for that as well. I'm pretty sure tickets are still available. Mm-hmm. Um, but expos are really awesome to go to.
0: Totally inspiring. Totally perfect time of year to be. You know, uh, just refueling yourself Mm -hmm. as a dance educator or dance studio owner, whatever it is, or choreographer. Um, you know, you really need to take it all in. Like, you know, even if you get to go to one day or you get to go to two classes, three classes, it's, uh, you know, if you can get to the whole thing, great, but it's, it's, it's just an essential part to uh, just surviving as a dance teacher or surviving as a studio owner. You need that breath and, uh, just all the knowledge. Like, I mean, I, I went to the the uh, the ex uh, the dance teacher expo this year and you just never stop learning. There's yeah. just always something, you know, uh, you know it won't ever stop. Totally. Like, you know, you'll be, you know, I'll be going in another 20 years. Yeah.
1: Be... Well, I think it's something important to acknowledge as yeah. well, being in the positions that we are in, is yeah. that, like, yes, we are teachers and yes, you know, we're kind of there, but... You can't just say, Okay, here I am, like stick your flag going to
0: to your students.
1: Yeah, you need to keep educating yourself.
0: Yeah, and you know, that's like for me, I've always had that in my mind. You know, it's super important that you know, your your faculty is also doing the same
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like, you never know where you're going to get inspiration either. And
0: connections. Connections. Yes. Small dance world. Yes.
1: We all know each other. Meet your friends. Yeah. (laughs) I was telling, I was on stage adjudicating this year and there was something happened backstage between, you know, two kids at two different studios. And, you know, we were made aware of it, that it had happened. And there was kind of a little something happening. Um, and I said something, and then after I said it, I was like, dang, that was a cool thing I just said. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that was cool. But I was, I was kind of upset that it had happened, because, you know, we're all here for the same reason. Yeah. You know, those kids are all sitting on the same stage for the same reason. That's right. They love to dance. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I said. I said, well, you know, what are you guys doing here today? Yeah. And they were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why are we all here today? Yeah. We're here for our purpose. love of dance. And I said, look around. Yeah. Look around on this stage right now. Yeah. Like, did you know... That if any of you would like to take your dance career past, you know, high school, past your studio, and you want to evolve, that your college roommate is likely sitting on this stage yep. or one of these stages with exactly. you. Exactly. Yep. You know, and I'm like, it's so important to make sure that we're friendly and that we are, you yep. know, making friends yep. because you never know where you're going yep. to meet again. Yeah
0: like a good life lesson don't burn bridges yes do not burn bridges Even when you're
1: eight yes you, know, <laughs> you never know you're gonna meet well one people. person that i i worked um uh, disney with mm-hmm. his name was Devin. i competed against him when i was seven years old yep, it's crazy. seven years old and then we ended up in the exact same place yep, you know yep. 15 years later yeah so I think it's a cool, Absolutely. a cool note to keep in mind for your students is yeah. to make sure that you are always friendly and always courteous. Because honestly, on the other side of things, we, we are also noticing these things.
0: Well, I think it's a, a huge, um, it's a whole other podcast to talk about. Yeah, totally. Maybe you, we you will. Know, your influence on, on you know, the teachers really need to understand yeah. the influence they have on their students. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's we a topic talk for another that, day. That'll take a while.
1: Oh, that'll be a long one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, but going back to our expos, there's one more, um, the Toronto Dance Teacher Expo. Yeah. There's a Calgary one now as well, he, Yeah, correct? Kent
0: started one in Calgary last uh, year, and yeah. it was very successful. Kent McCord,
1: Dance Attack, same dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just he's everywhere. He's uh, I mean, just doing all of the things. He's going crazy. Um, so that one this year in Toronto is August 8 to 10. Yeah, I
0: think pretty sure tokyo is going to be there yeah. i know he's got uh the foley's and yeah uh, there's just uh, bo- uh i'm pretty sure both acro syllabi yep. will be there i believe so, um, so yeah it's incredible what's it happening so really if you guys can you know get there and get your your ticket for any of those expos yep. it's super get important there. to like educate yourself and and uh spend the time and money it's
1: worth it yeah get yourself some business cards yep uh, yep hand them out yep Make connections. Yeah, absolutely. Because this dance world is is small. Tiny, tiny. It's small at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's amazing how many people are like, "How do you know this person?" <laughs> like,
0: yeah, <absolutely>. dance. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. dance, my man. Dance world. Yeah,
1: we, we did dance, that last yeah. week with like one of your employees who I have never met before. Yeah, we right. have so many mutual and friends. Connection. There. Because of dance, that's and we had right. never actually met. That's right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, no,
0: I I think uh, you know that's a lot to talk about. It is, um, but it's super super crazy that it's uh, in Canada that this is evolving, and I, you know I think we want to be part part of that and mm-hmm. making that happen. Yeah, and and just you know I mean we only touched on a few things today. There's so much more to talk about. Yeah, um, in you know Canada and, and the world of dance. Yeah. And, um, you know, you've got, um, you know, myself with my 20, 22 years of my little, you know, well, my little studio up north, Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was able to get kids to, uh, you know, dance professionally. Yeah, dance you have crazy and success out of your studio. So it's, it's, we, and the only reason I mention it is I just want everybody to realize that it is doable. Yeah. And it's attainable. And, totally. And, and in Canada, like, you know, like I said, it's uh, these resources, we all have to kind of just bond together and and support each other and and, uh, super important
1: yeah yeah absolutely words of wisdom from the boss herself (laughs) (laughs) awesome all right guys we are going to sign off as i said before we will have links to all of the topics we talked about yeah and
0: uh you know give us feedback
1: yeah we have um instagram we're on facebook at the dance house for both um, leave us some comments, let us know what you think. If you have topics that you would like us to touch on, then please do. Yeah. I'm like super excited to hear, um, hear your feedback and hear your, your opinions on, you know, where we should go with this. Cause this is brand new.
0: And it's a whole idea is educate even for us. And it's, um uh, bring the dance world together and share our knowledge. Yes. And we both have very different backgrounds yeah. and, and we have a lot to offer in that respect and if anything we know can help anybody then that's the whole purpose of totally balance.
1: totally yeah. sharing the wealth Yep, spreading absolutely. the wealth Yep, and then hopefully have the wealth spread on us yep, as well absolutely and you know like i said connections connections yeah absolutely um yeah let us know where you're listening from yep. i'll put a i'll put an instagram post out today yeah i'd love I'll to hear say, from you all yeah and, and let and, us so. know where you're listening from yeah. and then we will We'll see and then I'll I'll read them out in the next podcast so you That's guys can awesome. hear. Cuz that would be pretty cool. Anyways, thank, thank you so listening. much for lasting. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time, but we will see you next week. All right, guys. Woo-woo. Bye-bye.